there is a way to do this, folks. There's hope for this water crisis that we face here in the Nooksack River Basin, here in Whatcom County. And that's kind of been the feeling, and I think part of the problem is some people feel like it's hopeless. Um, but it's not It's not going to be easy. But we can come together as a community and, and solve this. There are real solutions. We've talked so much about this in the past couple of years on the program. But we're, we're getting more detail as we work on this um, about how this has happened elsewhere. And it turns out we don't need to reinvent the wheel here in, in the Nooksack Basin. There are other places that have done this, and they've had various levels of success. And while the specifics of their situation may not exactly align with what we have here, the spirit of what they're doing, the structure, the framework that they're following is totally doable here. We've just got to do it. Um, and, And unfortunately, the path that will work and has been proven to work is not the path that the state has us on, the State Department of Ecology has us on. Uh, but what is is the path? Welcome to the Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on your Saturday morning on KGMI. Of course, this issue is very important to the farming community, but it's important to everyone else here in the Nooksack Basin, our local tribes who rely on the fisheries, um, industry, homes, our cities, you name it. Everybody is connected to water. Everyone has a stake here in solving our water management crisis. As we've explained here on the show uh, many times, it's not too much water, as we saw in in last November um, exclusively. It's not too little water, as we often see at this time of year. It's both. And there there's a lot of potential here because of that. Joining me right now with Somek Simmons and Dunn uh, is... Paul Simmons, he's been involved in these kinds of situations around the West and beyond for a long time. He also works with Ramsey Cruff, who we've had here on the program talking about this. She came out for a visit a few months ago back in May to talk about this, and she's put together a a memo that details how we can actually proceed here. Paul, thanks for being here this morning and explain. Other places have done this and, and made it through, and it can work. What, what's, the, what's the right way to go about tackling what we have here? Okay, I appreciate that, and thank you for having me, Dylan. Um, so uh, just for a little further context, I, uh, I am a water lawyer, an environmental lawyer, and I've practiced in uh, Western states uh, generally, mostly California, but a whole lot in Oregon as well. And and done work on um, Sacramento, San Joaquin, Truckee River, which is California, Nevada, coastal streams uh, like the Santa Clara and Salinas, and and especially Klamath River in yeah. Oregon and California, where I've done a lot of work. I think everyone here is Klamath, and they know you're talking about water yeah, issues when that you, comes You don't up. want to get it on you because you can't get it off. But, yeah. Um, the um, and, and I just want to say it too that I don't I don't presume to be the leading expert on, on the Nooksack Basin and. Uh, but I, I don't uh, presume to know what what the best solution is, but I know there is one. And I think you set this up really well by talking about each basin being unique and, and there being um, common elements, um, big picture, that go into effective solutions when people work together to do that. So, And, and largely from the Klamath experience, I, I, I've seen some highs and I've seen some lows, and I I feel like I've learned a bit from from that, and um, so, in terms of uh, you know how 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 does it happen and can it get done? One of the things I will say is um, that, and this sounds very basic, and and I, I'm not a um, 
I'm not really t- typically accused of being a touchy feely guy, but <laughs> you know, getting yeah. into these kinds of issues and actually dealing with them, it's uh, it's all about relationships and trust, and that's 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 where you start. <laughs> and, yeah. and I used to hear it all the time. Oh, it's all about relationships, and I would say, Yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. <laughs> no, it's all about. Re- Let me tell you, <laughs> it's all about relationships, and um, y- y- in learning about what. Um, all the communities and all the resource-reliant uh, communities need, and, and, and actually understanding it. And it is um, really interesting and amazing. It doesn't happen overnight, but um, you, you sort of take on – there in a successful settlement, you take on um, an understanding and a perspective where suddenly you find yourself wanting what the other community wants. And, and it becomes important to you, be, both because you understand it and because you've sort of committed to this um, relationship to try to get your needs met together. Um, and so in, in the world of water, you know, there's the, all the jokes about whiskey and all that, but yeah. th- there is quite a tendency, especially in the modern complicated world to, um, to elevate, you know, just sort of winning over, over everything else. Right. And, and winning is, is, is in, in water is just not, well, that's not the same thing as succeeding mm-hmm. or succeeding for your community. So, you know, if you need, depending on what, what you care about, you need to get, you need good water quality. You may need passage. You may need habitat. You may need drainage, you, you know, various things. And an adjudication can't do a- any of those things for you. It's like, what, what do you want at the end? And, you know, I, if people can, can get together and, and understand each other, they, they come to find that they basically want the same things. You know, they want to make a good living for their families and they, yeah. you know, they want their kids to come home and, and when, they're, when, when they're out of school. And so once you understand that, um, you can also start to feel it. The, the sort of political power of collaboration for what your needs are mm. and political power um, tends to attract things like political support and, and funding. Um, all of the water settlements involve water, but I don't know of a single one that doesn't involve money. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and it involves money to do things that need to get done to get people to where they want to go and need to be as a, um, you know, as a long-term matter. So um, that, that sort of focusing on, you know, what do I need not what the other person is getting, right? You know, the interest-based approach to this stuff is just essential. And 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 I say, you know, our, one of our slogans and the one I was involved in is, you know, I'm, I'm going to come to church with you, and then you're going to come to church with me. And in my experience, there are people that I used to not really know, but um, I just knew their name, and I yeah. and I didn't and I didn't think I liked them. Right? You know, I've I've been to their house. You know, I consider them close friends. And so, um, and you know, you all have a, a model just down south in Yakima where you've seen this kind of collaboration, and I bet any of them would tell you the same thing, that there's this um, unbelievable power <laughs> that well, you yeah. get by and, and that's collaboration. Been in, that's been in the news just this week, uh, New York Times uh, covering what happened in Yakima. They're, of course, looking at other places with huge water crises, um, like what we see in Colorado and California and elsewhere, places that genu- genuinely uh, 
unlike here, don't have enough water to go around and they've got to hash it out. We have enough water. It's just how exactly. it's managed. Exactly. And, and as a side note, I mean, you talk about working in the Klamath. I think about, we, and we've had him uh, on the program here, um, uh, Dan Keppen of Family Farm Alliance said the same sure. thing. And I remember when he was out here visiting, he's like, my goodness, you guys, you have water. Like, you can, <laughs> you guys can fix this. He was right. so jealous of our situation. He's like, it's, again, it's not going to be easy. You've got to build trust. You got to. He's seeing the same things that you're saying. But he's like, you have, in, in some ways, so much more to work with than what we do in these other places that sadly, interestingly, have made it, in some ways, politically further and legally further than we have so far. Far. Um, and again, we're talking with, with Paul Simmons right now of Somek Simmons and Dunn. Um, he is a, a leading water attorney. Well, I, I guess I should say, and this is the farming show. I'm Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. I should explain what we're talking about is an Indian water rights settlement, a negotiated settlement process, as opposed to a court led uh, water rights adjudication that solely focuses on litigation as the state wants to do um th this is a, a process that is in contrast in that it, it brings people together to find commonality and common solutions rather than an adversarial process uh, you know i'm i know i'm way oversimplifying that but explain okay what do we need to be doing here paul to go down this road that is the right road and and it's been proven in other places yeah, I think the affected communities, it's its a grassroots thing. The affected communities, I, I'm not going to tell anyone what's best for them or what, what they should do, but um, if, if, if there's a, a common goal to have long-term long -term stability for their own communities, they have to talk, talk to one another about what that means and what that looks like and, and start this kind of relationship building or, or growth. I don't, I don't know what the situation is and, and, and trust building. And, and it's, and it really is that simple. And th this doesn't happen overnight. Uh, but you can find yourselves doing things incrementally. Like you, you go to some environmental group and say, Hey, I could really use support for this in the state legislature. It doesn't seem like it hurts you, but it, it would help push me over the, the goal line politically. Right. Could you do that? And I'll have one for you later or whatever. And suddenly you say, "Oh, I can, I can work with these people. I can help them get things that they need, and it doesn't necessarily hurt me. Or I can figure right. out a way that I can live with what they want." Right. And, you, and you build on that, and it, it takes some pretty courageous um, local leadership too, because um, it's hard not to have um, people that you're trying to work for, you know, doubt whether that's the right way to go. And there are many, many opinions, but it is that simple. And I think too that. If you can get an initial degree of um, buy-in and support and championing from, um, let's say, congressional leaders, yeah, we want you to get this done. We'll we'll be there for you when you get to the finish line. Let yeah. us know how we can help you move this forward. That's even further incentive to help people understand. And and I just go back to what I said about the the political power of collaboration. I you know I've been in situations where. Um, when I was working for irrigation interests, you know, I'd walk into an office in Washington, D.C., and you know, walk out and you see somebody else who's there to tell them the exact, exact opposite of what I just told them. Right. <laughs> and then, right. but if you walk into a congressional office together with farmers and tribes, they will 
they will roll out the red carpet and they'll say, what can I do for you? That's what we need to do. Uh, And that brings me back to the point of money. Uh, Like you brought up earlier, honestly, solving our water management crisis here in the Nooksack Basin, everybody knows it. It's going to take money. It's going to take a lot of it. And the flooding disaster that we had here last November really underscored that in a tragic way. Uh, But there are so many more facets to it beyond the flooding and also salmon recovery, all of these things that have to factor in as well as supplying our communities and our local food production and farming. But again, there's a process that can do it. And there are dollars out there to fund these things, um, particularly just within what the last, within the last year, um, right? The infrastructure bill talk about, you know, what's available and, and really, Also, from what I understand, and please confirm this for me, but if we're locked in just an adversarial, uh, you know, litigatory process, most of of those millions, if not billions of dollars suddenly become unavailable. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, there's... There's scary amounts of money out there to do things that 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 can help um, people and and you know separate and apart from dollars that have been recently appropriated or authorized for appropriation, it's typical in in any tribal settlements that there be a, you know a settlement legislation and there are certain funds set aside for 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 settlements with tribes. So you know if you go through the laundry list going back decades several decades of tribal settlements there's typically a piece of federal legislation or typically not universally um, funding to do this or that and parties have learned like oh I can't just say okay I agree this person should get that I mean there's you can you can be sophisticated with these settlements and I say okay well you know you'll have this certainty or this reliability that you care about but before that happens you know X has to happen and and people have been doing that for years and and they're very capable and sophisticated people um, in the private world and in the Department of Justice, frankly, that that are the trustee for tribes in these negotiations as well. Yeah, I think a lot of people hear what we've been saying um, from the farming community here as we've gotten ourselves educated educated on this and, and pursued, okay, what can we, what is the proper way of doing this? What can we really do to move the needle here? They hear us say this, and, and I think one of the things, probably one of the gut reactions, and I, I don't blame folks for this. I, I had this gut reaction initially as well as like you start thinking about the real things that need to be done you're thinking how are we ever going to pay for this you know that's this is too huge it's inconceivable how big some of these things could be yet that is actually a reality with the kinds of money that that you're saying is available absolutely um and and as i say the the money you know flows towards you know places of political favor it's that simple and that's the way it should be as well and i um yeah and so the things that need to be done you know uh, i know i understand you have a flood problem in in, like in a big way i don't know how it's how it can possibly be solved i mean i'm ignorant to that but i guarantee you a court can't do it and 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 similarly with you know any kind of thing you want to talk about that's that's just the way that's just the nature of the beast and you know on the subject of the adjudication again i don't know enough to tell anybody what's right but i i do know that the successful settlements like this you know you just you can't do them when you're at each other's throats i do know that you know sometimes lawyers will say hey you know you can litigate and still settle at the same time 
you know, people settle on the courthouse steps all the time. But this is just different. <laughs> it's not somebody suing for money and you split the difference on the courthouse steps yeah, and then you no. go off on your way, this transactional sort of thing. This is this so is building much, this yeah. is building something together and and def- and defining how you're going to keep it together and that takes this um a lot of work and well, I, I, uh, it's, I it's, it's harder than litigating in a way yeah well and i know some folks here in our community and maybe elsewhere too that support the path forward that the state has chosen to support so far and it's interesting to hear them now you know the state is talking more and more about finding solutions and and working together and we're, we're saying yes that's what we want to do we don't want to just meet you in court nobody's gonna win this is zero-sum game um but with that path some people have said oh you know you you folks there in the farming community you're just trying to drum up opposition to this because you want to protect the um status quo uh you don't uh really want to solve the issue you know you don't want to deal with some of these other difficult issues and what you're calling for is a big kind of kumbaya sort of deal. Um, who knows if it would really work? It can't bring legal certainty. That's one of the total misnomers that's been pressed, you know, pushed about this. Say, basically, the upshot is they're saying farmers have an ulterior motive not to, to do anything here when that couldn't be further from the truth. And I think what's often leveraged in, in, in that false narrative is the fact that people aren't aware of this other path that has been so much more successful and so much more used. And so for me even to learn about this, it's been super encouraging to say, there is a pathway here. We can do this. This isn't just kumbaya. This is for real. And this is actually what we need to do. Yeah. No, any, any farmer in, in the Western United States or any, any, any leadership in the agricultural community that doesn't understand that they've got challenging situation, complicated situation to deal with that deals with environmental issues and everything else, no matter what, you know, it just isn't paying attention. And so for, for folks, if I'm in those shoes, I say, this is an opportunity, you know, right, yeah. right now we all have this sort of, uh, we're a crossroads, so to speak. And it's like, Okay, we're just going to fight over who wins the water fight, or we're going to try to solve problems. So, where does our energy need to be focused? What? How do we keep our eye on the ball here and, and not be distracted? Well, um, I would certainly, you know, want to be engaged with. I would want to have this kind of conversation with with everyone I could. And again, I just you can't tell anybody what to do, but yeah. I, I think you have to talk to people about what you want and what you need. And say, how can we, how can we help one another get those things that we want and need? And can we, can we, um, can, can we start signaling that we want to work in that sort of fashion in order to maybe create some space? And if it fails, falls on its face, that's what, then that's what happened. But mm-hmm. if, if you're, if you're talking about people of goodwill with the types of problems that I do know about up there, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't predict that'll fail. And, there's um, there's very little to be lost by making a very, very strong effort to get it done and a whole lot to be gained. What can our, our local leaders and even our state leaders here be doing to encourage this kind of proactive and positive approach? Well, I think just that, encouraging it, you know, and frankly, for the kinds of reasons that, that I – that, that we've been talking about, that to, to recognize that um, – the best long-term approach for stability and strength for the communities and resiliency is to solve their problems together and to be mutually supportive 
uh, and, and get in that kind of role. And and people in politi- positions of political power can signal that they support that approach and they'll continue to support that um, when and as needed. Yeah. Well, we need to start seeing that here. Um, if this has a chance at all, and this sounds like what we absolutely have to do. Uh, Paul Simmons with Somic Simmons and Dunn, uh, a leading water rights attorney, um, been somewhat plugged into this case, also a colleague of Ramsey Krupp, who we've had here on the program as well, and, and who is working very closely on what's happening here in Whatcom County. By the way, Ramsey, I, I didn't know this about her initially, and I didn't introduce her this way when I had her on the program a few months ago. She's a former um, assistant solicitor for the Department of Interiors, and she's been very, you know, involved at a very high level uh, of the federal government working on these kinds of cases in other parts of the country. She she is an expert. Paul is an expert. These are legit people. This is not just, again, making up something to try to stall the whole process. This is a bona fide effort to really take this where our community needs to go. Um, all that being said, Paul, thank you for, t- for taking the time to chat with us here on the program this morning. Okay. Thanks so much for having me.